Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Delicious Podcast Extra Portion, a little bit more from the world of Delicious Magazine with me, Jimmy Smith. Now, we celebrate everything about Good Food of Delicious Magazine, and this week we meet my own award-winning butcher, Lou Howard, whose family shop in Rumour in East Sussex has been the centre of village life for decades. And for Lou, family run really does mean family run. Yes, I've got uh, three brothers um, who are all butchers. Uh, I'm one of seven children. I have four brothers, three of them are butchers. Um... I have a nephew who has just been granted uh, the Royal Warrant down at Sonium. He's opened up a butcher shop there. Sister-in-law runs a butcher shop. That's amazing. Um, I came to Sussex in 69 and took over the business here. I've been here now just short of 50 years. In the same shop? In the same shop. Um, I've always run my business as a family business. I'm not a high street butcher. I was brought up in a family business and uh, I think that the general public prefer these days especially to go to a family butcher, they can see what they're buying, know where it comes from. All my products are locally sourced, I buy from local farms, local markets, I go around and select them myself, I know exactly what my customers are eating. And, um, and that's important, isn't it? And the way that you know what they're eating is because you know them all by name. You t- talk to them. You, you you see a pattern for what they're, they're, they're interested in. You have a bit of a banter with them over the, the process of them doing their weekly shop, don't you? Yes, exactly. I mean, this, this again is going back to what we describe as a family butcher. Mm. Uh, you know your clientele. You talk to them. I mean, I've seen two to three generations now yeah, turning over in this shop in Ringwell. Yeah. And uh, yes, as you say, the banter, uh, it's a friendly, nice atmosphere. They like come shopping. They like to talk to you. They share their problems with you. And, yeah. and, and you just get on very well with everybody. Yeah. And your wife is there and your son is there. And is that your grandchild I saw there last week? Yes, you did. I've got two grandsons. <laughs> yes, I've been very fortunate. Uh, Pamela and I have been married nearly 50 years now. Um, Pamela has been the backbone behind me in business. She does all the accounts. She does the deliveries. Um, and we have run this together for 50 years. Our son joined us. 
some 20 years ago, which is something I always dreamed and always hoped it would happen. Mm. And it happened. One thing I must say is one of the key factors to any family business is loyal, long-serving staff. I have been blessed with loyal, long-serving staff. Um, unfortunately, they retire, but we replace them. Mm. But uh, that's one key factor in any family business is the staff. Yeah. Now, it's not without its challenges, is it? The, the, you, you say you're not a high street butcher, you're a specialist yes. butcher. Um, you've got a lovely place here in the square in Ringma, and so you, you are fed by the, the villagers and the surrounding uh, people who live in the countryside around here. But it is difficult, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, I've never seen a shortage of queues outside your place, but how difficult is, is it to be a surviving butcher these yeah. days? Well, it is quite difficult. Uh, I mean, we have to compete. Uh, when I say we have to compete, we have big multiples uh, on our doorstep, only two miles away. But I have never gone down the line of selling cheap products. I sell products at a price, quality products at a price. And I think the consumer likes that. Um, again, you can come into our shop and you can buy one sausage. You can buy one lamb chop. Uh, the multiples all seem to be packed, uh, which is okay. I've got nothing against them. Mm. But I never compete with the multiples. And I have found over the years the loyal customers I have, and they stick with you. And I've been very lucky in Ring, where we have a very, very loyal customer base. And we draw from all the surrounding villages yeah. as well. Yeah. Has it dropped off at all? Have you noticed a big change? What, or what, what is the biggest change that you've noticed over the last 50 years? Well, the biggest problem I had was when BSE hit. Um, our trade dropped 40% in a matter of three or four weeks. Um, yes, that was difficult. I can understand customers' concern. I was very concerned. That's why I think that buying like I buy, I go to the farms, I see the animals, I know what they're fed on. Their welfare is very important to me. Um, and we have all the data in the shop, certificates of where the animals come from, what they're fed on, and, and the customers do like this. We have had to uh, struggle over the years, as I say, with BSE and then scabies with the lamb, but we've, we've got over that. And actually, that has turned to the butcher's favour in a way because it's about trust, isn't it? You know, you might not trust some of the big multiples to, to sell you the, or to know where that meat comes from, but you would trust a butcher like you. Presumably, that increases the value of your, your business. Yes, of course. I mean, again, we're going back to the, uh, the customers knowing exactly where the meat comes from. We can explain to them exactly where it's from, what it is, how old it is, um, and of course the customers like that. Uh, we don't go down the lines, as I said, of packing a lot of stuff and sticking labels all on it. Uh, everything is cut fresh daily, customers can see it, and they have the choice. They have the choice, that's the thing, and they do trust you. Yeah, and it must be a joy for you to watch the rise and rise of the food culture where people are loving their food and demanding better quality and better ideas and creativity is coming out of the kitchens of these amazing young chefs. It's all about quality. When I look at some of the programmes on the television today with some of these cooking programmes and some of these chefs, um, I do at times wonder where they were all trained. I mean, we do supply a lot of restaurants, uh, a lot of private schools and everything. But some of the places we go to, 
some of the chefs are chefs. They say a good chef, I won't take it away from them, but they do not butcher. We have to do all the butchering for them. Um, but that's okay, that's all part of the trade. A chef in the Star and Garter in Falmouth who's got a butchery room in his restaurant and that uh, informs his whole menu. So he'll take a, a whole side of venison and then use every single bit of it. But the butchery skills are kind of like a new cool amongst the chefs because they're always looking for new ideas. Yes, I, I meant one or two places we go to, the chefs uh, are taking up these butchering challenge uh, I mean we have Plumpton College down the road and are now uh, doing uh, butchering classes down there and uh, I've been and had a look and yes they're taking on apprentices which is a good thing for the trade a very good thing and also uh, not only they are doing the theory which of course is what the college is for but they do the practical as well which can only be good for the consumer it can only be good for the consumer. Yeah. I will say that uh, a lot of the youngsters coming today are much more wise as regards to uh, where the meat comes from and they know what they're looking for. Um, so we are finding a new generation coming along now. A few years ago, uh, they would come in the shop and they would just say they've got five pounds to spend. Mm. Uh, but now they are coming along and they are asking for specific items, um, all sorts of things, which is good. Mm. So the youngsters today, I think that these colleges are being sort of taught a little bit more about mm. meat, where it comes from, what to buy. Obviously they're taught how to cook it, mm. but they're also getting very much more knowledgeable as regards to what it is they're cooking, yeah. which can only be good for us as well. So you've been doing it nearly 60 years, Lou? That's correct, yes. Yes, I left school at 14. I've just turned 75. And uh, I have enjoyed my 60 years tremendously. I still enjoy it. My son more or less runs the business now. I do all the buying and I help out daily, as you have seen. Uh, it's a joy to get up in the morning, to come to the shop, to meet people, to display the goods. And when, when, you, when it's all displayed and you look at it and you think that's absolutely fine, and then we have the customers, and that's just my joy. I still enjoy and hope I can do it for many more years. Thanks for listening to the Delicious Podcast Extra Portion. I'll be back next week with more stories from the Great British Larder, so please do subscribe to make sure you never miss a bit. See you next week.